Welcome to episode three of the Trading Psychology and Mindset podcast, the show where we talk about everything you need to train the mind you bring to trading into the mind you need for trading success. I'm Ash Playstead, your host. In this episode, we're going to talk about the five levels to trading mastery, and we'll dive into those in this episode. So let's get started. Five levels to trading mastery. Let's talk about a quick summary of what they are, and then I want to dive into some detail about each one, and then flesh out a little bit about the traps and dangers that can reveal themselves to a lot of traders at different stages. So these five stages are stage one, unconscious incompetence, stage two, conscious incompetence, stage three, and this is the eureka moment conscious competence, stage four, which is unconscious competence, which is where a lot of people think mastery is achieved. Mastery actually comes at stage five, which is reflexive competence. And I'll talk about what each of these stages means in more detail now. So let's go back to stage one, unconscious competence. Now, this is the first step you take when you start to look into trading. You know that it's a good way of making money because you've heard so many good things about it and heard of so many millionaires, right? Unfortunately, just like when you first desire to drive a car and you think it'll be easy, after all, how hard can it be? Prices either go up or they go down. What's the big secret to that then? Let's get cracking. Unfortunately, just as when you first take your place in front of the steering wheel, you find very quickly that you haven't got the first damn clue about what you're trying to do. You take a lot of trades, you take a lot of risks. When you enter a trade, it turns against you. So you reverse and it turns again and again and again. Now you may have had some initial success and that's even worse because that tells your brain that this is really simple and you start to risk more money. You try to turn around your losses by doubling up every time you trade. Sometimes you'll even get away with it, but more often than not, you'll come away scratched and bruised and significantly poorer. And you're totally oblivious to your incompetence at trading. That is stage one. That's where we all begin or 99.99% of us begin, no matter what competencies we bring to the table. Stage two, conscious incompetence. Now, stage two is where you realize that there is more work involved in trading and that you might actually have to figure a few things out. You consciously realize that you are an incompetent trader. You don't have the skills or the insight to turn a regular profit. So now you set about investigating, then buying trading systems and ebooks galore. You read websites based everywhere from the USA to the Ukraine to Australia to everywhere. And you begin your search for the holy grail. Now, during this time, you will be a, what I would call a system nomad. You'll flick from method to method, day by day, week by week, never sticking with one long enough to actually see if it works. Every time you come upon a new tool or indicator, you'll be ecstatic that this is the one that will finally make all the difference. You'll test out automated systems. You'll play with all sorts of technical tools, moving averages, Fibonacci lines, uh, support and resistance, pivots, waves, fractals, divergencies, 
DMI, ADX. You'll even get into astrology and a hundred other things all in vain. You know, the vain hope that your magic system starts today. You'll also become a top and bottom picker, right? Trying to find the exact point of reversal with your indicators and you'll find yourself chasing losing trades and even adding to them because you are so sure you're right. You'll go into live chat rooms and you'll see other traders making profits and you'll want to know why it's them and not you. You'll ask a million questions, some of which are so dumb that looking back, you'll feel a bit embarrassed, a bit silly. You'll then reach the point where you think all the ones who say they are making profits are liars. They can't be making that amount because you studied and you don't make that. You know as much as they do, so they must be lying. But they're in there day after day and their account just grows while yours falls. You'll be like a teenager, okay? The traders that make money will freely give you advice, but you're stubborn and you think that you know best. You take no notice and overtrade your account, even though everyone says you are crazy to. But of course, like every teenager, you know better. You'll consider following the calls that others make, but even then it won't work. So you try paying for trading signals from someone else and they don't work for you either. You might even approach a guru or someone on a chat board who promises to make you into a trader, usually for a fee, of course. Whether the guru is good or not, you won't win because there is no replacement for screen time and you still think you know best. This stage can last ages and ages, in fact, quite a long time. And in reality, talking with other traders as well as personal experience confirms that it can easily last well over a year and most likely nearer to three or four years. This is also the stage when you are most likely to give up through sheer frustration. Now, I would say you know, I'm not sure of the exact percentage, but I would say around 60%, maybe two thirds of new traders quit in the first three months. They give up and this is good, okay, for you if you're still going. Just think about it. If trading was easy, we would all be millionaires and the opportunity wouldn't exist. So it's good that most traders fail. That's what makes a market. But you want to be one of the long-term sustainable success stories. Now, for that small number of traders to be consistently profitable, a large number of traders need to lose money regularly. That is a fact. Your goal, of course, is to be amongst the small percentage that are sustainably and consistently profitable. Now, another 20% on top of that 60 or so percent keep going for a year or two or three, and then desperation kicks in and they take risks that are guaranteed to blow their account, which of course it does. Now, what might surprise you is that of the remaining 20%, most of them will last around three or four years and they will think they are in safe water. But even at that three or four or even five-year stage, only a further five, maybe 10% will continue and go on to actually make money consistently. Now, by the way, yeah, these facts are real. They're not made up. They might vary slightly, but these facts are real. Not just some I've picked out of my head. So when you get to three years or four years in the game, don't think it is plain sailing from there. That is a real danger point. And I'll talk about that a bit more in a moment. And I've had many people debate with me about these uh, time frame. And funnily enough, none of them have been trading for more than three years. There you go. If you think you know better, then look on a chat board for someone who's been trading for five years and ask them how long it takes to become fully 100% proficient. 
And I'll guarantee you, most of them will say they're still working on it. Now, I guess, sure, there will be some exceptions to the rule, one or two in a hundred, but I haven't met many yet personally. And I've been trading and coaching traders for 25 years. So eventually you begin to come out of this phase. You've probably committed more time and money than you ever thought you would. You've lost two or three loaded accounts and all but given up maybe three, four, five, six times, right? But now it is in your blood. Trading is in your blood. And one day, in a split-second moment, you will enter stage three. So let's talk about stage three. Now, I call this the eureka moment. This is when you suddenly realize you're at conscious competence. Now, towards the end of stage two, you begin to realize that it's not the system that is making the difference. You realize that it is actually possible to make money with a simple swing trading system and nothing else if you can get your head and money management right. You start to read books on the psychology of trading and identify with the characters portrayed in those books. And finally comes your eureka moment. Now, this eureka moment causes a new connection to be made in your brain, okay? You suddenly realize that neither you nor anyone else can accurately predict what the market will do in the next 10 seconds, never mind the next 20 minutes or the next day, week, or month. Now, because of this revelation, you stop taking any notice of what anyone thinks. Hallelujah, right? what this news item will do, what that event will do to the markets. You become an individual with your own method of trading. I'll repeat that. This is when you become an individual with your own fingerprint trading system. It's uniquely yours. And you start to work just one system that you have molded to your own way of trading. You're starting to get happy And you also get much better at defining your risk management threshold. You get much, much better at uh, good risk management. You start to take every trade that your edge shows has a good probability of winning. Now, it may be 40, 50, 60% of landing on the right side of probability. And that's all trading is, by the way. It's not about being right or wrong. It's simply about having a system that you execute flawlessly and you just land on one side of probability or the other. And if you've got a good risk return ratio, you've only got to win 50% of the time and being, and you'll be profitable. Now, when the trade turns bad at this stage, you don't get angry or try to get even because you know in your head that you couldn't possibly predict it. It isn't your fault. Now, as soon as you realize that the trade is bad at this stage, you close it. You take the loss as a learning opportunity and not as a reflection of your personality or intrinsic value right? The next trade or the one after it or the one after that will have higher odds of success because you know your system works if executed over a larger number of trades, the law of large numbers. And you stop looking at trading results from a trade to trade perspective and you start to look at your weekly figures knowing that one bad trade does not a poor system make, okay? And you've realized in this instant that the trading game is about one thing and that thing is, and listen up, consistency of your edge coupled with the mind you bring to the moment of performance. Write that down. Success in trading is about one thing, the combination of the consistency of your edge coupled with the mind you bring to the moment of performance. And you develop discipline to take all the trades your system triggers, no matter what, because you know the probabilities are stack up in your favor and you confidently trade your system and you learn about proper money management and leverage okay, risk of account and so forth. And in this time, it actually soaks in. And you think back to those who advised the same thing a year ago, right, in those chat rooms with a bit of a wry smile. And you weren't ready then, 
but you are ready now. So the eureka moment came, the moment that you truly accepted that you cannot predict the market, but you can control the mind you bring. Stage four, let's move on. Unconscious competence. You're making trades whenever your system tells you to. You take losses just as easily as you take wins. You let winners run to their conclusion, fully accepting the risk and knowing that your system makes more money than it loses. When you see the trade is a loser, you close it swiftly with little pain to your account. You're now at a point where at a minimum you break even, day in and day out. You'll have weeks where you make big money and other weeks where you lose big money. But overall, you are breaking even and not losing money anymore. You're now conscious of the fact that you are making calls that are generally good and you're getting respect from other traders as you chat the day awake. You still have work to do, right? And you work at it and think about your trades. But as this continues, you begin to make more money than you lose consistently. You'll start the day on a good win, then take a loss, and you'll have no feeling that you've given these profits back because you know that it will come back to you again. And you know instinctively at this stage that the market always gives more trading opportunities. It's one of the greatest advantages of trading is you don't have to be in the market all the time. And the market always gives more trading opportunities, always has and always will. And you'll slowly begin to make consistent profits week in and week out. Now, I want to move on to stage five. Just before I do, I want to mention a statistical anomaly here that trips up a lot of traders. At this stage four of conscious competence or unconscious competence, I should say, at this stage, a lot of traders fail at this stage. It's a very dangerous stage four because a lot of traders think they figured everything out and they don't continue to work on themselves this is where it gets really dangerous. So we must now be looking to push ourselves to that level of mastery, which is what I call reflexive competence. Okay, so now we're cooking, right? Just like driving a car. Every day you get in your seat, you buckle up and trade. You do everything now on a completely reflexive, unconscious level where you're making decisions in real time, just like driving. When things appear in your peripheral vision, you consciously adapt and keep moving forward without getting put off or distracted. That is reflexive competence. And you're running on autopilot. You start to pick the really big trades and getting big profits in a day doesn't make you any more excited than getting none. You see the newbies in the forum shouting, you know, go market, go, just like you used to, as if they are urging on a horse to win in the Grand National and you see yourself. But from many years ago, Now, this is trading utopia. This is where the 1% to 5%, if they stick at it and continue to work on themselves, end up or should be looking to end up. You have mastered your emotions and you're now a trader with a rapidly growing account. You'll continue to work on that mental muscle. Mental fitness is the key here, not changing systems. Mental fitness, and it needs to be worked on every day. So at this stage, you've become a bit of a star in the trading chat room, and people are listening to what you say. You might even write your own book. You might even coach other traders at this stage, but people are really looking to your words of wisdom. You recognize yourself in their questions from two, three, four, five, six years ago. You pass on your advice just as others did to you, but you know most of it's futile because they're teenagers. Some of them will get to where you are. Some will do it fast. Others will be slower. Literally hundreds and hundreds, thousands will never get past stage one or two, but a small percentage will. So trading no longer excites you in the way it used to. In fact, it's probably boring you to pieces at this stage. Like everything in life, when you get good at it or you do it for your job, it gets 
boring. You're doing your job and that's that. You get your enjoyment from other parts of the trading world, not the actual trading. And finally, you grow out of the chat rooms and you find a few choice people who you converse with about the markets without being influenced at all. All the time, you continue to hone your methods to extract the maximum profit from the market without increasing risk. Your method of trading doesn't change. It just gets better. You now have what what some people would call intuition. You can now say with your head held high, I am a trader. But to be honest, you don't even bother telling anyone. It's a job just like any other. Now, I hope you've enjoyed hearing about the journey into a trader's mind. This is what I've experienced personally over my uh, trading journey. It's how I work with clients to take them on that journey to the, the seeking and the obtaining of level five if they're committed to it. Remember that whilst less than 5% will actually make it, the reason for that isn't ability, isn't intellect, isn't knowledge. It's staying power and the ability to change your perceptions, beliefs, and paradigms as new information becomes available. The losers, are those, the losers, I should say, are those who wanted to get rich quick and approach the market with this blinkered thinking, blinding them to seeing the obvious, a kind of this is the way I see it and that's that type scenario, refusing to assimilate new information that changes their perception. Now, Personally, I'm more than happy to confess to you that the reason I started trading was because of the get-rich-quick mindset. I was like that too. Now I see it correctly as a get-rich-slow profession. Now, if you're thinking about giving up, I have one piece of advice for you. Ask yourself the following question. How many years and how much money would you pay to go to university if you knew for a fact that there was a million dollars a year job at the end of it? Have a think about that and then take your answer into your commitment to stick at trading. Thanks, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'd love you to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Mindset Reflexology. Go to the website to find the link. Head over to the website to subscribe to my newsletter. The reason I started the newsletter was a lot of people would reach out to me and ask for a written version of uh, what I was uh, talking about. So I've created a newsletter. So if you go over to the website, you can find the link to subscribe to my newsletter and to, uh, to check out the YouTube channel. Have a terrific trading week ahead, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Trading Psychology and Mindset Podcast.